What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Confessions of a Young Adult's Life podcast. I'm your host, Bree Michelle. This is a space where young adults and Christians have safe, open, and transparent conversations about life and relationship with God. I say things that we're all thinking, yet too afraid to voice out loud. Today, I want to talk to you guys about my hometown of East St. Louis, Illinois. I mentioned it to you on the very first podcast, trying to uh, differentiate between East St. Louis, Illinois and St. Louis, Missouri, not to be confused. Let us just make that separation now. Um, they are literally in two separate states, Illinois and Missouri, and we're um, separated by the Mississippi River. You have to cross the bridges to uh, even get to the different cities. And the reason why we make such a distinction is because there has always been this ongoing, you know, I guess rivalry per per se or issue with East St. Louis and St. Louis. But I don't have any issues with people in that in that regard. But it is so um, easy to not make the distinction because when I meet people who are not from Illinois and I tell them that that I'm from East St. Louis, they automatically assume that I'm from Missouri. And then when I say, no, it's not Missouri, it's Illinois, then they automatically go to Chicago. And I'm like, I am not in Chicago. I'm literally four hours south of Chicago. But anyway, I really wanted to take this time out to, cause, because it is Confessions of a Young Adult's Life, I want to give you guys, my audience, more insight on who I am as a person and how I grew up and just open up the conversation and drop some gems, drop some knowledge about my hometown that people really don't know about. Um, And I wanted to, uh, I guess, shed some positive light because it's always when you hear East St. Louis is always in a dark light and in a dark place. Um, I like to take the phrase that my grandmother has always said and she has said all my life. East St. Louis is the beautiful, anointed, and delivered city. Um, So let's talk about the city of champions where I grew up. So I did, don't don't y'all think that I'm just like a historian or whatever. I did a, a real quick Wikipedia search and I got the basic facts about it. So East St. Louis was founded, really it was um, Native American territory uh, before, of course, things start happening in that regard. But it was founded on June 6, 1820, I almost said 19, sorry y'all, but it was founded June 6, 1820, uh, was incorporated on February 16th, 1865. Um, Some good facts about my hometown is that at one time it was the place to be it was like a really large boom boom during the industrial revolution it's what we kind of consider a port city so it's heavily um incorporated with railroads and things railroad tracks and stuff trains go in and out of the city all the time and if you're not careful like if you're on bond you'll get stuck by the train and hope that the train don't stop on the track because then you'll be you'll be there or you have to bust a u-turn in the middle of the street to go around it and go under the viaduct to to get to the other side of the city so sometimes it could be very 
very frustrating and inconvenient. Um, those who are East St. Louisans know exactly what I'm talking about. But I come from this city of champions and champions, I use that term loosely because normally when we say champions, it's normally going towards the athletic system of the city. It never really talks about the scholarly part of the city, but I like to take it, consider myself an East St. Louis champion as far as a scholarly aspect is concerned. And you'll find all of this information out in my book. Like I told you guys, that will be released, hopefully, fingers crossed, this summer. But I consider myself an East St. Louis champion as far as education is concerned. Um, a lot, the bulk of my childhood education came from the East St. Louis school system. I started going to school there um, from the fourth grade, and then I graduated from high school at East St. Louis Senior High, East Side. What to do, home of the Flyers, orange and blue. <laughs> and so I graduated from East St. Louis, East St. Louis Senior High School uh, in 2008. So I am currently 12 years post high school. We will have a, a talk about that. But these brief facts, back to the facts that I found on Wikipedia. So like I said, it was founded in 1820, incorporated in 1865. In the 50s, our city was considered the fourth largest city in Illinois with a population of over 82,000 people. And so I'm learning this stuff as I tell you all. This is amazing. And then currently the population is like less than 30,000 people. So you can see what has happened in this time, these like almost 100 year time span or just from the 50s to now currently um and so it literally is less than a third of what that population was in the 1950 census and in about 2010 i think we have about for the people who do, did the census is about maybe 27,000 in the population which by the way i am not getting paid for this plug but i'm going to say it if you are in east st louis if you are in Illinois period you guys need to take the 2020 census I took mine unfortunately I can't get counted as a East St. Louis um resident because I don't live there anymore but I need you guys to take the census the census is so important because that is how finances and funds end up in our communities and I think this is just something that we really don't talk about or we're never taught about, really. Or we were briefly taught about in school, but then it was kind of brushed over. But I want to bring that to the forefront. If you are an adult and you're in the city of East St. Louis, I need you guys to take the census. Because our city is in need of those that federal funding. Um, the census... Uh, basically does the numbers to say, oh, this is the amount of people in this area. This is the amount of funding that is needed to be put into those places. And it, it, discuss, it does federal grants and programming and stuff. It is beneficial for us. And so I definitely want you guys to take seven minutes. Literally, you can take it online. It's at 2020census.gov. And it's like, it took me less than seven minutes to take the census and get counted it's important 
it's necessary we need to do this but that's my rant for the day for that um some notable people that kind of stayed in my childhood home was Ike and Tina Turner once used once lived there Miles Davis the jazz player the trumpet player he even though he was born in Alton Illinois he grew up in East St. Louis and some modern day heroes we have Jackie Joyner Kersey Tom Joyner a comedian to hear more these are just like famous names um, of people who come from the city of East St. Louis um, our representative Latoya Greenwood for Illinois so we birthed out Dawn Harper. She's also an East St. Louisan. Uh, so we birthed out some some good people, some people that are that are in all walks of life, and I am proud to be a part of that history, a part of that legacy, a part of that culture. But like I said, I wanted to kind of like take this time to show that my city is not really just one of the most dangerous places on earth, um, because we are a heavily african-american city now um at one point the population was probably split because we used to have two high schools we had lincoln high school and then we had east st louis senior high school black people at one point couldn't go to east st louis senior high school so we had lincoln high school <clears throat> and it will take an older um person who's lived in east st louis their entire life to kind of give you the the history and the story about that because when i was growing up we only had one high school and everybody had to come there and we were always overpopulated they have a new building now compared to the building that was there when i was in high school but you're talking about a city where four middle schools of children had to come into one high school and it was hectic it was chaotic at many times trying to navigate the halls of this particular place where i grew up and where i got my education from i was fortunate enough because we although we do have some teachers that weren't the best about teaching us i was fortunate enough to end up in classrooms with teachers that care and with teachers that wanted to see me be great and do great and also my grandmother was an advocate of homeschooling so i learned i was always learning all the time um literally having to use the dictionary having to use encyclopedias and things and i am so grateful for the childhood that i had because it really was the motivating factor for me becoming the woman that i am today like growing up in high poverty i knew that first off i knew that i was poor growing up people i don't understand the people that say i didn't realize i knew that i was poor growing up and i knew that there was a struggle my grandmother raised me and there was a little bit of a struggle trying to um, make ends meet sometime. And so it was a pretty much a motivating factor for me um, to want to get the education that I got and having the educators around me because my grandmother was also an educator in many sense and having people around me who valued education in such a way as an outlet to be better, do better. I was never really an athlete, um, and our city does celebrate athletes. That's like the top tier. 
but I was never really an athlete. I was more of a, um, a academic and I'm okay with saying that. And, um, I was the person that a lot of the athletes came to me to teach them how to do stuff or cheated off my paper. <laughs> so they could make their grades so that they could be great. But, um, so I contribute to, I contributed a lot to the, <laughs> to the athletic department in each school that I went to, but I feel like that there was no other place now because at first I was like I wish I always used to say I wish I would have grew up somewhere else but now that as I get older and as I understand and as I um continue to grow in my profession and in my professional career goals and stuff I developed such a deeper appreciation for the childhood and for the life that I lived in my city because when I go home now, it's kind of like, oh, this is where I grew up. This is where I learned, where I took my first steps. This is where I learned how um, to be resilient, how to drive, how to um, be excellent and strive for excellence in everything that I do. And I just think that God did a great job. He knew what I needed when I needed it. Of course, while growing up at the time, I didn't think that I necessarily did. I didn't, you know, I thought it was unfair that I did had to grow up the way that I did. But now that I I know and the things that I learned while growing up now, like even right now while we're dealing with um the quarantine from the coronavirus, if I didn't grow up the way that I grew up, I probably wouldn't know how to like be able to self-quarantine and to survive on a little bit of nothing and a little bit of money. And so there are a lot of things that could possibly be improved about my hometown. Like I really um, and there are some things that I want to give back and do and ideas that I have that I would like to pour back into because they gave so much to me and I really think that a lot of us should do that is to pour back in so we have places like the Jackie Jordan Kersey Center we have places like the Catherine Dunham Museum and all of these different cultural things aspects we have uh, the Southern Illinois University Edwardsville East St. Louis campus fun fact SIUE started in East St. Louis that college started there and then they ended up branching out and becoming a bigger university, but they still have a presence, a heavy presence there in the city. Um, we have places like Leslie Bates or Leslie Blake Bates um, Davis, that center, that community center. Um, it's all of these different little small landmarks. We have the churches there. Um, the black churches that are in my city are amazing. I love the pastors there. I love um, my church girl upbringing, and it's just a different way of life. We have, I would say that my city has our own culture. Um, when people hear me talk, they're like, where are you from? And so I feel like I grew up in a place where we're like a mixture of Southern culture. Of course, we're Midwesterners, but we're a mixture of Southern twang, and um, it's it's always nice to <laughs> Um, but there's such a beauty about 
my city because a lot of people I've seen heard negative narratives where people say well you don't go you shouldn't go there because it's dangerous and stuff and what I've always found frustrating is that a lot of these people that talk about how dangerous it is has never even been to that place in in their on their own and so with East St. Louis and this has always been my opinion or this has always been my experience now if you go to a place and you look for trouble trouble will find you and that's anywhere that's in any major city you you visit that if you go looking for trouble you're gonna find trouble but my city is the type of city that where people people pour in and out all the time like people drive through we're literally basically a port city and so people drive through all the time and ain't nobody gonna bother you unless you bothering them now if you want some you can go you go get some but for the most part we are so embracive of people coming in um this is once again the title of this podcast is my east st louis so that's this is my experience of east st louis and Maybe later on, I'll do a part two of this podcast where I um, get the stories of other people who grew up around me in East St. Louis who grew up with me, and they can share their, you know, their take of growing up in East St. Louis. But we have state national parks like um, Frank, I can't think of it. I think it's Frank Scott. (laughs) But we have, I'm sorry, y'all. I I forgot the park name. I just drew a blank just that fast. Um... But we have these different areas where we can come and relax and party. And I think the best part of my childhood about growing up in East St. Louis is um, like Jones Park and stuff like that. But I, I believe the best part of my childhood growing up in East St. Louis was knowing that all of my immediate family were not that far from each other and being able to grow up with a lot of cousins and a lot of aunts and uncles and stuff and um christmas and thanksgiving being able to house hop like literally having relatives that stay on the same street and being able to just walk from house to house and develop such a uh, tight-knit relationship with my family um Also, I think one of the perks of going to my particular high school was I really enjoyed the library, which probably is why I'm a librarian now, but I really enjoyed our high school library. I feel like it was very underused. I got you. It got used by me quite a bit, but it was very underused, but there were so many resources available there inside the library that I don't think people thoroughly took advantage of. And then coming up in a space where you see people learning to be, like, authentic. Like, I have never met a woman or a man (laughs) or a thug, whatever you want to call them, that wasn't authentic. Like, people were fun and... um, it was always something to see like we had we have a kind of large homeless population but there is this one guy and i can't remember his name and but we have this one homeless guy and i don't know if he's still alive and somebody will be able to verify my story later but this one particular homeless guy 
he we would me and my grandmother we would be driving around and we would see like these little bags just sitting of you know just sitting around bags of trash this guy would literally be going through the area that downtown area and cleaning it up and i just thought that that was so someone who really didn't have much for him to actually take the time to make the best of of his his worst case scenario it was like wow <laughs> and my poppy used to have my grandfather my poppy used to have a uh, downtown studio that i used to get the opportunity to visit all the time um i used to go downtown to the high rise to go to like the uh dentist office and stuff and being able to go up to the really t the top floor and to look over the city and look over the highway is such a beautiful view you all that building is no longer open unfortunately but maybe one day it will be open again um our downtown area going to the bazaar going going to go find some some stuff you know to go out and party on the weekend for some people or just driving i remember one of my favorite one of my favorite memories of east st louis is driving through the city at night with my father and east st louis was always so peaceful around it's it was a nice little i don't know if it still is but it was a nice little nook of time between about maybe 11 30 um around 11 30 between 11 30 and one o'clock and the city used to be peaceful and it was such a serene place and such a serene a serene moment to have and creating those memories with childhood friends um going to Pirtles. Um, I'm just name dropping places and I'm sure this is going to be real nostalgic for some people but going to Pirtles ice cream um being able to get like the largest cone of ice cream that you've ever had in your life and um going to eat at places like um Sheba's no Sheba Burgers is no longer there it's now I think like Tasty Burger but Sheba's was that deal eating at my favorite rice house yes we call them rice house it's where I'm from so my favorite rice house was on 37th street east side east side rice house um and then also going over to St. Vincent de Paul to shop at the the shops there so utilizing these black businesses in this space and always most of the time being greeted with a smile when you go in to these places and utilize these people's services going to inbox magazine hey shout out to bobby um my grandmother used his him for a long time uh to do her work uh visiting mount sinai and visiting macedonia my family's home church and mount olive one of my other family home churches um my also my home church christian growth center church and being able to be in these spaces with people who didn't necessarily grow up in the most ideal ways but still found a smile every time you were able to meet and greet them and still finding and having such passion about the city and praying over the city and just being so excited about 
where they're from. I've never met an East St. Louisan who wasn't proud to be from East St. Louis. And we wear it with a, like a badge of honor. Like, I'm from East St. Louis. And then people saying, where is that? And then taking the time to explain. Sometimes you don't always have time to explain because it's it really is a hassle to try to explain to people that I don't, I'm not from Missouri, but I'm from Illinois. But sometimes I do take that extra momentum to explain to people. But my East St. Louis for me was such a great experience. And I truly like... Like I said, I wouldn't change it for anything. I truly enjoyed growing up in this space, being able to um, go to the Four Aces when I was a kid. And in the summertime, when they would have like their outside jams outside the projects, I grew up in the Or Weathers um, for a moment. And so when they would have their um, their parties at the Four Aces, there were dance parties, being able to participate in that and get free candy and stuff. Um, and then, um, on Sundays, literally walking up the sidewalk and going to Macedonia to visit my great grandmother's church sometimes. And so I just wanted to just tell you guys that my hometown is a place that is worth noteworthy of history. It's a place that people maybe have forgotten but there are so many great people that have come out of there. Um, Shining Light Media, Jane, Jamie Takwa. Um, she's a name that is really going to like be big, be grand. Um, talking about King Skrilla, Daryl Garner. Uh, Daryl Garner, sorry. I'm sorry, cousin. It's actually Daryl Williams. Uh, there is a Daryl Garner. And he's in the military. There are two Gar- Daryl Gardners. Um, there's my friend Daryl Gardner, who's from who now lives in ATL, and then there's one who's now serving our country. And they're great, amazing people. Um, name dramp dropping, and I call my cousin by the wrong name. I'm sorry, cousin. I love you. <laughs> Charge it to my head, not my heart. <laughs> but Daryl Williams, aka King Skrilla, he has a um, mixtape. That's called For My City. And I definitely recommend. I haven't gotten his permission. But if I get his permission, I might drop a little bit of the song at the end of this podcast. So you guys can hear it. But um, people like that, that are young innovators that are making waves in their um, in their own way for our city. And talking about what it's like to live in a place and have a kind of like have a love-hate relationship with that particular space but even then knowing that it's ingrained in us and knowing that if anybody tried it it's gonna be a problem (laughs) so um yeah I just I guess I'll get ready to end it here um but I really just wanted to just tell you guys a little bit about where I grew up and why I love it so much. I love it so much because, like I said, it really gave me the drive to become the successful black woman, now entrepreneur, now author, now publisher, that I wanted to be. It gave me such outlets um, to be able to do that. And so I hope that one day... I'm able to share my hometown with some more of my friends. Um, I personally 
recommend that if you do decide to go visit that you go with someone who is who knows about the city and who's very able to like maneuver you around because all places ain't good places for you to be just finding yourself stumbling upon and that's anywhere period in general but if you ever want a tour and if you ever want to go hit me up um maybe some of my east st louisans will hear this podcast and they'll have something to say and if you do dm me on ig at fruitful.poetic.light or send me an email at fruitful.poetic.light at gmail light as in l-i-g-h-t at gmail.com or send me um a voice clip or something and like i said we can do a part two of this my east st louis because i am all for now changing the narrative of what people or the ideas of what people have about the this place that i grew up and so yeah hit me up and let me know guys you know if you you all if you have something that you want to say let's talk about it let's talk about the place that we grew up in how what what we aspire to see happen and the changes we desire to make and how we um how we want to make it let's not always let's change the narrative let's not always be negative let's make um positive splashes in the right direction about our hometown all right i'm out of here we're at the 30 minute mark i told you guys i want to try to start capping about 15 20 minutes but some conversations might warrant longer longer podcasts so it is what it is have a good day have a good week depending on what day i drop this and i love you all see you soon so as i told you i was going to ask for permission from king skrilla known as girl williams to play a little bit of his song at the end so i hope you all enjoy this is for my city by king skrilla it comes from his mixtape slash ep i'm not sure which one it is for my city i believe it's an ep and i'm going to play about maybe the first two minutes or maybe the whole song who knows but check it out at all your streaming services it's on apple it's on title it's on soundcloud wherever you get your music from please go stream king skrilla for my city